6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Thanks for having me. All right. I want to start before we get to some of the social media stuff and certainly all the Instagram stuff that's going on with crypto and the hacking. Uh, just overall, we've been hearing a lot uh, recently uh, about the number of cyber attacks uh, happening uh, in Canada. There was um, a CSIS official who presented at a, a National Defence Committee earlier this week saying that thousands of cyber attacks are happening every single day. That number is going up. Can you just tell us about that? What is going on? on, uh, who's responsible, and, and the impact that that's having. So uh, cybercrime and nation-state cyber espionage and sabotage are going through the roof. So in the testimony to the federal government, we, we look at sort of the, uh, the online gang of evil, for lack of a better word, of Russia, North Korea, uh, and Iran uh, on the nation-state side have been particularly active, um, both stealing um, cryptocurrencies, uh, ransoming and extorting organizations, including, um, you know, an attack uh, just late last year on a, a children's hospital by a, mm-hmm. a crew associated with Iran. And of course, the ongoing uh, attempts by Russia and others to try and find ways to potentially disrupt critical infrastructure in North America to re- retaliate for Western sanctions as a result of their invasion of Ukraine. So, and that's just what the government ones are doing. <laughs> uh, on the, the private criminal side, we've seen massive increases in online fraud. And, and to put that into context, um, last year, a total of $379 million in online fraud was reported to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. In the first two months of this year, they've already had $75 million worth of fraud losses reported to them. So it has just been Online pandemonium. So when you talk about online fraud, what what does that mean? What does that look like? Where is it happening? So it's everything from um, prize scams on email or social media, which is the number one form of, of crime. We saw one in the last couple of years that, that really was widespread. It was pretending to be a, a free 2-4 of Molson beer, and it popped up as a Facebook ad. If you clicked on it, it actually ended up hijacking and stealing your Facebook account. Uh, so no free beer. By the way, it is <laughs> illegal in Canada and most jurisdictions, if not all, to advertise free beer. Uh, so that should be a dev giveaway. Uh, number two in Canada in particular is investment and cryptocurrency scams. So yeah. we're seeing thousands of reports of losses in the millions of dollars. And interesting enough, uh, the average loss uh, and, the, and the group targeted the most are people in their 20s and 40s. We typically think about financial fraud being seniors, but it's, uh, it, it's the younger uh, generation that's just getting their clock cleaned on crypto scams. And then third and heartbreakingly, romance scams. Yeah. And romance scams are often now being tried to, uh, tied to you get involved with somebody online, you build a relationship, and then they start telling you how great it would be to invest in crypto. <laughs> um, so that's that's just a snapshot of the shenanigans we're seeing. I've seen a lot of things happening on Instagram recently, David, um, and I, I'm seeing my friends' accounts getting hacked. And next thing you know, they're, you know, whoever's taken it over is pitching these crypto, these these crypto things. It, it, that's what we're talking about here. That's exactly what we're talking about. So there's a there's a war on to get fraud out there. And, and email, um, particularly email to Gmail and Hotmail and Outlook.com accounts, they're doing a pretty good job of shutting down a lot of this spam. So now criminals are looking for other channels that aren't nearly as mature in these um, controls and particularly taking over trusted accounts. I was uh, talking to a reporter in Toronto uh, 
on Sunday, Saturday night, they got a, a Facebook message from a trusted friend, and uh, they were telling it was, it was kind of a, a lead-in. It had to do with after the tragic deaths from the Foo Fighters. It's like you're never going to believe who just died, and uh, we don't know what the link was trying to do because at the time I investigated it, it, it was broken, um, but it was out to hundreds of, of others. Um, again, with these account hijacking and. And social media accounts are valuable to scammers. They're also valuable to disinformation operations. And so nation states are collecting them as well. That's what I was wondering. Like, who's doing this? Like a a social media account? Who's who's going after a Twitter account? Yeah, I mean, think of it as the Pokemon of uh, digital cybercrime. Got to get them all. Uh, So everyone's running around collecting everyone's digital identities so they can use them for scams, frauds disinformation, and all kinds of other criminal shenanigans. So if you want to stay out of this storm, make sure you've got multi-factor authentication turned on in your account. Multi-factor authentication. You know, so many of us are, are more aware of that now. Obviously, you know, over the last couple of years, the pandemic, especially if we were working at home. But I, I wonder how many of us are actually thinking about that when it comes to our Insta accounts or TikTok or, or Facebook or whatever it is. Um, today, I went back in and, and double-checked that I had it on on all of mine. And actually, I had missed a couple. It was on on a couple of my accounts, but not on a couple of others. So I'm like, okay, get on this. I find it interesting, David. One of the things that you mentioned is that a lot of the people falling victim to, um, to to this, I think you said with the cryptocurrency, was in that 20 to 40 age group. Isn't that surprising? I would think that they would be more alert or aware of what was going on. Actually, the research that we've done um, shows that younger generations are even more susceptible to online manipulation because a lot of them grew up uh, trusting the stuff. It's always been part of their lives, and they've become so quick to uh, adjust and respond to digital uh, messages that um, they react even faster than Gen X and boomers. So in this case, uh, okay, boomers, you're doing a good job on security. So uh, <laughs> they're they're much more paranoid. They've got a healthy paranoia of stuff and skepticism coming in. So uh, the older <laughs> older crew, they're doing all right. I, I once did a phishing campaign targeted at a group of 20-somethings, and I got 90% of them. Wow. So uh, yes, wow. you can uh, fish. Uh, so, fresh out of school grad. If by chance you fall victim to this, and I've seen people really struggling, for instance, trying to get their Instagram accounts back, what happens? I mean, how difficult is it when when something like this has happened? I've had in the past, you know, for example, Facebook, someone you know, snitch a picture and start up a new uh, account, and you keep reporting it, keep reporting it, keep reporting it. But when they when they get a hold of it, like this this crypto thing, or if they're holding it for some sort of ransom or some sort of cash. What's the process? How difficult is it to, to, get, to get your account freed from jail? Oh, it is extremely painful. Um, once, they, once criminals get in, reset your password, change all the authentication, you end up in a queue of everyone else who's got their account mm. scammed. So um, as, uh, as that line gets longer, and you know, keep in mind, Instagram doesn't make money from paid accounts, so they don't really care you know, customer service-wise, someone says they're going to leave because they're the only game in town or yeah. whatever network effect they're playing. So they're not really motivated to do this. And there's no laws protecting Canadians demanding certain kind of mm. service response time. So you get what you get. Um, and there's not even a phone number to call Google, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. You're just in this god-awful line. And we saw a mid-sized Canadian city. It was one of their tourism accounts got hijacked uh, last year um, by a, a Turkish group trying to extort them for cryptocurrency. 
and they were posting, you know, some inappropriate things. And, and this went on for a couple of days. Oh boy. Um, and so this was pretty sensitive, pretty high profile. I mean, they had the police supporting them and others, and it still didn't get resolved for, uh, for quite some time. So, David, you talk about that multi-factor uh, authentication as as kind of being, you know, top up there. I would suspect that you'd also recommend, you know, going in, obviously changing your passwords on a regular basis, which I wonder how many people actually do, make them tough. But I'm also wondering just, to, you know, be aware of your privacy and your security settings. What else would you recommend? Well, one of the things I recommend is um, if you're out having a good time at Saturday night, uh, get off of social media, particularly if you've been having a few drinks. And, you know, we used to talk a lot about drinking and driving and drinking and social don't go well anymore. Um, not to mention the disasters that you can get into, but also you are even more vulnerable to um, all the different little manipulation scams to try and steal your account. So um, for your own health, mental health, and for the security of your social media, uh, if you're out having a good time at a party, Put the phone down. (laughs) All right. Note to self. David, always appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you for this. Thanks for having me. You have a great, uh, great rest of your day and stay safe out there.